0: everybody. Thank you all for tuning in. Today's message, it is proper for us to mourn for our Savior, Jesus Christ, in his suffering. We should also use the memory of his torment to help us to be mindful, not to take for granted the great price he paid for our sins. Revelations 5 and 9 adds melody to our hearts. It declares, and they sing a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll, to open its seal because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. Hallelujah. We are mighty grateful, Lord. Amen. Today's topic Man of Sorrows. Isaiah 53 and 3 speaks He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised. And we held him in low esteem. An explanation of Isaiah 53 and 3. One of the most well-known prophecies about the suffering Savior of the world. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Isaiah predicted the events that would befall Jesus. The misconception about the way Jesus would come and how he would save the Jews were many, but it is hard to understand how they failed to recognize the Son of God when he came both before and after his death and resurrection. Can you imagine showing up amongst your people on a mission to save their souls and they spit in your face, criticize you, and plot to do you bodily harm? Just because you are not the person they choose because of your past, so they harshly judge and condemn you? However, it was necessary for the man of sorrows to suffer. It was the main thing that he came to do, paying the price for our sin and rebellion. So. That we could be reconciled to God and one another. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 18. He was hated. For those who rejected Jesus. It wasn't enough to dismiss him. And his claims of being the Messiah. The son of God. But people were mean and cold hearted. They went so far as to hate him, though Jesus was not surprised knowing that his rejection, betrayal, and death was necessary. But nothing grieved him more than the failure of his people to accept him and his loving attempt to gather them to safety just like a mother hen gathers her ducklings. His people hid their faces from him in shame because by society, he was not recognized due to some transgression. This ill treatment of Jesus was necessary for his death to be effective. He had to take on the sins and shame of the world. For its fallen state, this was part of the process. Can you recall a phase in life where you've been rejected, betrayed, or hated by the people who are supposed to love you? Do you remember how hurtful and upsetting that was? I'm sure we all have some hurtful events in our past some people in our lives may be complicated to deal with simply because they challenge us or because they believe different than we do so how should we deal with difficult people we can start by learning to deal with people in a Christ like way when we are open and receptive we learn to accept the inconvenient and the bothersome people in our life. Not just as necessary, but as gifts to strengthen our love walk in the Lord. Ephesians 5 and 2 says, And walk in love, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. Our Lord could have been called a man of holiness for he lived a perfect lifestyle. He could have been called a great man of love and miracles for no one before him or after him has displayed such compassion for his people. But the gospel according to Isaiah calls Jesus a man of sorrows. Wow, what a name. When the Lord became a man, he became a man of sorrows. He was not one of the unbothered folks who laugh and joke their way through life and who never seem to be deeply touched by anything. He was not one of the popular rich people who was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. No, he was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Our Lord knew what it was like to experience pain. He felt the rejection and hurt of a broken heart. Jesus wept. Our Lord cried more than once. He felt the agony that we feel when we stand by the grave of a loved one. He knew the sense of rage, anger that fills our hearts. Jesus also knew the sorrow of loneliness. While he was on earth, no one ever really understood him, not even his own parents and family. There was no one else who was like him. Questions. What is it like when your own family criticize you? How does it feel when your closest friends Turn on you or desert you or betray you when you need them most. Jesus knew all these sorrows too. Matthew 23 and 37 states Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you. How often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Jesus wept, not so much for what they were doing to him as for what their rejection of him would do to them. To reject the Lord Jesus Christ is to reject the only hope of life. Yet, that is what many people do. He came with good news of forgiveness and peace with God. He came from heaven to earth in the very nature of God in his own person. He offered himself as a living sacrifice to rescue us all from sin and death and to bring us eternal life. Thank you, Lord. So we all have a chance to add to the Lord's sorrows or acknowledge his sorrows and become one with him. Choose wisely. Your life depends on it. Have a great day. Tune in live for Monday's episode.